0: Well, I thought, okay, well, at least we're in with a shot here. Yeah. It wasn't embarrassing, if yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> hello, you join us talking about my appearance on Pointless Celebrities. Nah, you're not allowed to say anything more than that. I'm not, but it, it wasn't embarrassing, but at the same token, it wasn't ideal. <laughs> um, thank you so much for downloading the podcast. Um, at time of record, I have just finished... Um, Recording Pointless, which apparently is going to go out later in the year, so you can actually see how I've done, but I've had to sign an NDA, a non-disclosure uh, agreement. Yes.
1: yeah, yeah, good.
0: Um, Also at time of record, Stephen Gerrard has just been announced as the manager of Rangers Football Club. Matt Dyson, as a sports correspondent, what's your uh, reaction to this?
1: It's big, exciting news, isn't it? But, I mean, you know, he's got no track record, really, as a manager. So, hard to say how that's going to go. And Rangers are finding it quite hard in Scotland at the moment. Celtic are the dominant force in Glasgow. Yes, big player.
0: Big club, um, it's also bank holiday weekend, and apparently yes.
1: everyone in the UK is going to get a little bit of sunshine. Yeah, I know it's nice. What, isn't it? What's your plan? Well, it's actually my wedding anniversary today, my oh, fifth wedding anniversary today. Yeah, five years ago uh, we walked down the aisle. I was there on May the fourth. May the fourth be with you, etc. <laughs> etc. Yeah, and uh, so I'm going out for a meal with my wife this evening, and then she's going away all weekend. So I've got the kids all weekend, like from Saturday. I've got Saturday off from rock and roll football. Saturday, Sunday and Monday, just me and the kids. What are you going to do? Cinema birthday party from one of Maggie's friends and then just go to the park and stuff. Just doss around okay, that sounds a- good. and have ice cream for, for pudding um, every night. Speak oh lovely. <laughs> yeah. <but laughs> Which gonna- you would be doing on your if you were staying on your own. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But also I'm going to because I'm not working on a football show, I'm gonna turn my phone off so I'm not watching I hate it, you know when I'm supposed to be spending quality time with my children and I've got my phone on you always get distracted by it. You occasionally look at Twitter or whatever. Yeah. Check the football scores. turn my phone off all day and I'm gonna watch match of the day without knowing oh, School. Old school. It's a rare treat. Like the likely lads from yeah. that classic wait. episode. Yeah, I can't wait to do that. To um. not know what's coming.
0: I'm going to be playing with my nieces as well so I'm looking forward to that Um, speaking of kids and the cinema now we went to see A Quiet Place together not too long ago the uh, John Krasinski movie he's in it with Emily Blunt he also wrote it and directed it Um, a really genuinely good horror film and I'm a big fan of the horror genre very good they nailed it and there's also a hearing impaired um, actor in it the little girl who is hearing impaired in real life and she taught the, the, the people able to hear the sign language that they communicate in on screen so it's a really fabulous film. Now, before that came on, Matt, I want you yeah. to cast your mind back. There was a
1: trailer for another movie, yeah, it was a really scary looking one. Yeah, I've been racking my brain. Hereditary about what that was. Was, was called that, wasn't it? Yeah, because I wasn't sure there's one called Beast that's coming out soon as well, which I wasn't sure if it not was that. that it's called Hereditary. Hereditary. Yeah, yeah right. so, it looks really good. Well, it was
0: frightening, wasn't yes, it? Yeah, they accidentally played the trailer for that before Peter Rabbit. Oh, yes, I heard about this. (laughs) Yeah. So I know this happens from time to time, apparently the parents obviously were complaining. The kids were horrified.
1: Who was it? I knew someone that went to see that. Did you? That happened to them? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But my point is, is that, even as an adult and a fan of the horror genre, that was we so were, scary. We
1: were looked at each other going, My God, that looks horrific. <laughs> at which point Matt had already jumped on
0: my lap and we were <laughs> yeah. cuddling each other in yeah. the cinema.
1: But the show of Peter <laughs> Rabbit, that is bad, isn't it? The trailers are supposed to be specifically tailored for the audience of that film.
0: But I feel I feel so I mean, I was I was brought up on a diet of nightmare on Elm
1: Street. My yeah. parents were of yeah, the belief yeah. that,
0: you know, you know it's all make-believe, so watch yeah. whatever horror you yeah, like. Exactly. Which goes to explain quite a lot about my personality now as <laughs> I'm an adult. Well, everyone watched a copy of that on VHS, didn't oh, they? And The Thing as well. Oh, it's was yeah. great. Um, so anyway, uh, be warned, if you're going to go and see Peter Rabbit, it might make you do a little poo-poo. Right, yeah. um, <laughs> coming up on the podcast, well, there's more about my fridge hole. Matt the Diceman Dyson decided whether someone would go to church or enjoy the Champions League. Yes. And, well, you heard it at the very beginning of this little bit, my preparations for my appearance on Pointless, which, ironically, it seemed were just that. <laughs> enjoy. <laughs>
2: Dave Berry show
1: on absolute radio.
0: Where did you go for the last few days, Matt?
1: I was in the Isle of Wight with my family. Uh, my uh, wife was reviewing some holiday cottages for her website. Okay. So, uh, you know, so yeah, we went and stayed in some holiday cottages that were very nice. So. Very nice. She's doing the plug. I don't even need to do the plug on the radio. That, I love it. You're now plugging was... as a duo. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we stayed at a lovely Rookley Country Park on the Isle of Wight, but I don't need to you say don't that. Really need to I don't do need, the need to. So, you know, it's, just, it's <laughs> great. The pressure's off. You just said you didn't need <laughs> to do the plug and then immediately <laughs> did the plug. Yeah. Um, Always over deliver.
0: My partner and I, we. <laughs> A <laughs> little tip for all you blaggers out there. Um, my wife and I we went to Athens. Nice. Um, we just wanted to relax. We
1: enjoyed some sunshine. You haven't commented on how tanned I am yet, Matt. Which is a bit. You, you've caught the sun to a degree, have you? I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. really just <laughs> a super brown. Did you do a lot of sunbathing? I'm
0: did? half Irish. This is good. I even wore olive green to make it pop for you, but not yeah, one single nice. comment. No, so no, frustrating. You
1: look, you look healthy. Did you drink the local uh, vino? I did. Any retsina? Did you have that Greek wine. Uh, I had some lovely local white oh, wine. It came in a carafe. Anything that comes in a carafe oh, is good. Because yeah. you
0: see, it's always more than a glass, but slightly yeah. less than a bottle. So it's guilt-free <laughs> it's drinking great, on holiday yeah. I in the love sun. A carafe. It's you know, it's practically cultural.
1: One. I want one for home. A Carafe at home. I've got
0: a carafe. at <laughs> home. Have you? Yeah, you need <laughs> to have to get a carafe at home, one, mate. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. You don't get my reputation for having a carafe at home, Matt Dyson. Don't <laughs> oh, yes. you worry about that. Yeah. Uh, one thing I realised is uh, we went to the Acropolis, um, which the uh, irony being that as kind of that part of Greece and Greece in the main is it kind of represents the start of civilization for humankind. It's just like the end of days there with the amount of people queuing to get in. And that's when I realised, and I'd like to seek your advice as a friend and a man who's been married slightly longer than I have. Do 90% of your arguments with your partner start when it comes to queuing? Yeah. Yes. Queueing's a big. So, yeah, I, I'm yeah. trying to find where the trigger points are, yeah, so I have that's a happy marriage. A big
1: trigger point.
0: Queuing, yeah. Uh, queuing for the Acropolis in the baking Greek sun. Oh yeah. Not a carafe oh, of wine in sight. It just. It wasn't very
1: good. Well, now you've probably both learned together that's not your thing, and you can never have to do it again. We walked away. Yeah. Great. We, good, we walked away, and yeah. we went to the monument to Zeus instead. Oh, much better. just happier that yeah, way. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, now here's an exciting thing: it's our first show back after we had Monday off, and producer Nick has lovingly. Bought us both down a coffee yeah. and three slices of Hummingbird Bakery's Red Velvet Cake,
1: which is gluten free. Gluten free, so therefore healthy. So therefore, yeah, you know, might as well be having yeah. a carrot stick. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, but this is amazing, isn't oh, it? It's a little great, slice of cake. It
1: start to the week. We
0: always start the show with you know it's home time, but of course for most people you're still at work or doing your thing, and now it's probably about the time when you start to have a little snack hit.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like the uh, the afternoon equivalent of the 11s, isn't it's it? The the it's, the, it's The foursies. The foursies. Are, yeah. are
0: you having a four We'd love to, if you get what I mean. <laughs> it
1: sounds <well laughs> yeah. <back to> that. <laughs> yes. Don't text yeah. in about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Are you having a snack post 4pm? Four Z's? Wow. Yeah, it's fine. It's adventurous, isn't <laughs> it's, it? It's, it's very be. adventurous.
1: <laughs> we're having four right now. Because we're
0: here till 7, so <laughs> I don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> if you're having a snack after 4 uh, right yeah. now, tell us all about it. What you are having? <laughs> 8, 12, 15, because we're tucking into the red velvet gluten-free
2: cake. <laughs> The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: We're asking you about your foursies. We want to know if uh, post four o'clock you have yourself a little snack because we were treated to some Hummingbird Bakery Red Velvet Gluten-Free Cake today. I don't normally chomp down on the cake. I'm normally a carrot stick and hummus kind of guy. So it begs the question... What's going on out there? Dave and Matt, I'm sitting in my ambulance fast response unit car in the glorious sunshine overlooking the Thames, drinking a cup of tea and eating a slice of carrot cake, which I count as one of my five a day. That's oh, from Rob in oh, London. Oh, oh. Enjoy, Rob. Yeah. Well
1: earned. I suppose it counts, doesn't well, it? Well, he's a
0: medical so, professional. He knows. He should know, yeah. He knows. True, yeah. Um, afternoon, Dave and Matt, at Pray 4's. Gone for the standard pickled onion monster munch and Mars duo to dunk in my tea.
1: Lee, the London Lovely. cabbie. Nice one, Lee. Someone here is also having a uh, post-4pm snack of a fibre one brownie. Surprisingly tasty and low-calorie, they, say, they well, say. This
0: is good. Um, so if you've had a 4z's, let us know. 8, 12, 15, tweet foursies, us at yeah. Absolute Radio. Let's get that trending, shall we, on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. But now, the moment we have all been waiting for... What I did blow down my own hole. Yes, good. (laughs) Taking the advice of Shane, the refrigeration engineer. Because this has been dogging me for a long, long time. And every time I thought I'd waggle the stick down it, then the water would start to gather under the the drawers again.
1: Yeah, the soggy drawers. It's a nightmare. Well, let me tell
0: you, Shane advised me getting some of that keyboard cleaner, the stuff that goes... And blows out some yeah, air. Yeah, yeah. But also, when putting the straw down the hole at the back of the refrigerator, then covering around it, which made me feel like I was in the 18. Yeah, uh, yeah. Covering around it with, with blue yeah. tack, like cut the red wire type ex- mode. I want to do this. It was yeah, exciting. It works. Yeah. Well, let me tell you right now my goodness, it was one of the most satisfying feelings I have ever had, which I know says so much about my life. <laughs> But it was, uh, oh, you know, yeah. oh, it was, oh. You, know, you know that moment where you're on a plane and you, you go, and your ears go, yeah, and you yeah, can suddenly yeah. hear everything again mm. in crystal surround sound. Yeah. My fridge made that sound. It went like, wow. <laughs> And I could just feel it all clearing it completely out. completely cleared the hole. It was glorious. And then I went away, obviously. I went to Athens and I came back and <laughs> we got off the plane. Uh, we, got the, we got back home, got in a cab, got home. Uh, and uh, my wife went straight to bed because it, like, it was like coming up to midnight and she had to go to work. She went straight to bed. And the first thing I did was I checked on Checking, the fridge hole. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, and it was still and? clean as a whistle. Completely dry.
0: Blow down your own hole if you can. It is such a satisfying wow, feeling. I'm doing it. I'm
1: doing it. Do it honestly, yeah, and yeah. I'll
0: even lend you the stuff because oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, well I'm not going to use it
1: all the time. No, no, there's only so many skin particles you can spray <laughs> out of keyboards, <laughs> isn't there?
0: You know? but exactly right. Um, so thank you to Shane and thank you everybody wow. who got in touch with their advice. It's such a satisfying feeling. Now,
1: the Dave Berry Show, Absolute Radio.
0: And right now, well, yes, the rumours are true. I am going to be making my debut on Pointless Celebrities.
1: So yes. I love a bit of Pointless. Great show, isn't it?
0: When I when I used to work breakfast show hours, which, of course, we will be again very soon, yeah. Pointless was that show that signified it was nearly
1: time to go it to bed. It was the evening time, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like, <laughs> I've had was, dinner. If you're still up when the one show's on, you're in trouble. Oh, as soon as you hear
0: the thing tune to the one show, <laughs> yeah. just turn yeah. all the lights out. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> when about. you work breakfast show hours, yeah. it's like it's over.
1: It's actually on, it's on around now, isn't it, Pointless? I think oh, yeah, just stick with us, though, <laughs> guys. So it's not that good. I mean, you know, it's not yeah. like, It's good. You can watch it with the sound down, to be fair and absolutely ready on in the background. Here we go. Still get the full experience. I, think,
0: I feel we're going too far into this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've run out of time. We'll be back tomorrow. For... <laughs> uh, now, Richard Osman, who is the tall bespectacled genius who sits behind the yes. desk on this, has been a friend of mine for some years and he's been asking me to go on it uh, for a long time and I finally decided that I will do this. Great. Um, this is based on the fact that obviously just last weekend I got my Rabona out on Soccer AM and oh, he went yes. down a storm. So oh, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm feeling confident yeah. about appearing on TV well, shows. Quite all of a sudden. so yeah. A uh, little pop fact for you. Richard Osman's um, brother is Matt, the bassist from Suede.
1: Yes, he is. Matt Osman,
0: yeah. Um, so this won't be my first time on a televised quiz. Um, I have done The Weakest Link. Yeah. Or I think I got through to the quarterfinals. Ooh. Um, I've done Million Pound Drop. Ooh. Uh, where Lisa Snowden and I, I think we won 25 grand. Oh. Ooh. Um, For charity. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was it. I know, yeah. I found out I don't get to keep the money from Pointless. i will got to give it to a charity. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're joking. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I went through all the twos and fro's. Will you do it? Yeah, yeah I'd love to. Yeah. And then, like, I'm thinking... All that work, yeah. Just, it's awful, isn't it? And then, of course, I well, I lost badly on the Simpsons quiz versus oh, yeah. I Dyson, your daughter. Yeah, yeah. Who that was forget? awful. That was really... I tried to have that removed from my Facebook page, but I yeah. believe it's, it's still up there. <laughs> yeah. um, so, coming up, Matt, I believe you're going to test me Pointless style. Yeah. Get you warmed up for the big show. Um, And we're going to be talking to one of our listeners um, by the name of Cass. And she's not only appeared on Pointless, but she's won it. So we're going to be getting her on the show to give me some tips. Now... The Dave Berry Show. It's the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio, here 24 hours earlier than normal, it's Mr Sky Cinema, Alex Zane. Hello, Alex.
3: Oh, hello. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he hibernates throughout the whole week and then comes here normally on a Thursday around six o'clock. <laughs>
3: totally not ready for this. What are we doing?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, we're going to talk about Anon, which is one of those movies that have come about in recent times, which we have talked about before, that is simultaneously released on both Sky and at the cinema. Uh, now, we're doing this uh, earlier today because you're in town, because you're about To go and interview Clive Owen, who is the star of the movie. Mm -hmm, I am. Uh, He's one of my personal favourites. I was once sat in the row uh, next to his on an Mm aeroplane. And uh, for more of those cracking slab anecdotes, (laughs) please tune in tomorrow.
3: (laughs) Well, I will get on to Clive Owen in a minute. But yeah, let's talk about the movie because it's out on May the 11th, as you say, simultaneously at the cinema and on Sky Cinema. And it's a sci fi thriller set in a future world where there's no crime and Clive Owen plays a detective who can literally look at a person and know their entire digital history everything about oh. them <laughs> right exactly Sorry. yeah clear that internet history <laughs> and uh, and basically he's, he's sort of bored because there's no crime and then some murders start to happen and the suspect is uh, this girl this mysterious woman played by Amanda Seafried, and she doesn't have a digital footprint she is anonymous or a non. So that is the basic premise of the movie. Three things to say about it. First of all, never has there been a more timely movie about privacy and your data footprint, your digital footprint because of everything that's going on the Cambridge Analytica thing, the delete Facebook hashtag that's going around Mark Zuckerberg having to answer questions to Congress. So it's a very very topical film. Secondly, it's got this great great idea buried within it, whereby the villain, I'm not going to say any more than that, can hack people's eyes. Everyone has these digital eyes and he can hack into what you can see and play out your worst fears. I mean, like, my biggest fear, as I think we've spoken about before, there's so many, is it being chased? Is it being run at? (laughs) It is is specifically being run at, but by land sharks, sharks that have have evolved to go on land. And there'll probably be a movie along on Sky about that very (laughs) soon. And that's what I'd hate to see. What's your
0: biggest fear? Is it... I imagine I'd hate to see someone I've known for, for this long and my wonderful producer Amanda both sat in front of me in a studio environment and not noticed that I've got a really great tan for the first time <laughs> in my whole life. It, and not even comment on it.
3: Absolutely beautiful. I feel I can hold my hands up to you and warm myself yes. on your glow. <laughs> That's better. It's wonderful. OK. Ooh. I thought it would be like... I thought your <laughs> worst fear would be like Charlton Athletic being relegated. I'm seeing it! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Actually, we're doing very well. Oh, that was a badly t- I'm jokester. You, you know how little I know about football. And finally, like yes. you said, Clive Owen. Um, okay, the best James Bond we've never had. After you, of course, Dave. After you. <laughs> Still 66 to 1, ladies and gentlemen. Is that those really the odds? Yeah. I really would love to see you well. as Jake, but sharp blow felt, you mug.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I'll have a pint, shaken,
0: not stirred. Um, well, and a bag of prawn cocktail crisps. <laughs> um, my question was uh, Has the boat sailed for Clive Owen when it comes to Bond? Is that is that kind yeah. of thing
3: over for him? I, I, I think so. Unless they sort of did a, a very different angle on Bond and decided they wanted someone a bit older. I mean, obviously, you know, he's not that old, but no, I, I think the boat has sailed on that one. But he's a very gracious man, and he said that he wouldn't want to even sort of... Uh, Want to play Bond anymore because he thinks Daniel Craig is doing a sterling job. Well, I mean, that was when we were on the plane together. I leant over and I just whispered all of that to him.
0: (laughs) You're too old for this now, Clive. (laughs) I'm 66 to 1 now. (laughs) Um, So, Anon is going to be simultaneously released in cinemas and on Sky Cinema.
2: The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: I will be making an appearance as a pointless celebrity. We're going to be recording it this coming Thursday. Um, I'm very really looking forward to going on at long last. I've been a big fan of that show for a long time. It's exciting.
1: It is, very exciting.
0: You're going to be giving me a little test mm-hmm. momentarily, Matt. But right now, it gives me great pleasure to welcome to the show Cass. Good evening to you, Cass.
2: Hi, Dave.
0: Cass, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Um, a little round of applause for you because you are a champion at Pointless. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Yep, that's it. <laughs> Don't you yep, worry about that. You're talking to the champ. Um, <laughs> so, Cass, um, when did you win?
2: Um, It was aired January 2016, so a couple of years ago now, really.
0: Uh, Okay. well, I'm just going to chuck out a a sentence that says highest scorer of the series. Does that apply to you, Cass? That's right. Yeah, that's right. Are you talking (laughs) to the champs still, Dave?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we won the most money that series. May I ask?
0: It's a a very crass question to ask, uh, (laughs) but how much did you win?
2: Uh, £6,250.
0: And is any of that still around?
2: No, I think I spent <laughs> it before I got it, to be Because <laughs> <laughs> they ask
0: you what you're going to do with the money at the end, don't they? And uh, you, yeah. you have your plans. So who was your partner in crime throughout the, the process?
2: It was a girl called Rachel, who I used to work with, although I don't work with her anymore. So. Okay.
0: okay, so what was <laughs> Rachel bringing to the table knowledge-wise?
2: Um, she was really good at things like gardening, which is handy, because that one is the particular round I would have gone out at that point. What, and you got um, a gardening
0: round that came up?
2: She, it, it, she, it was all sort of herbs and spices, and she knew this really obscure one, so that one us uh, that round.
0: And what were you bringing to the table then, Cass?
2: Uh, all the really lowbrow
0: stuff like X Factor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've never seen it. Oh, I hope they don't ask me. Well, they might presume because of what what I do. That that's what yeah. I'm going to know about.
4: Oh
0: no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, okay, um, so you so yeah. the herbs and spices and uh, you know let's not call it lowbrow and, and Saturday night <laughs> entertainment television. Yeah. That that was what got you through to the fu- finale, being these series high scorers.
2: Yeah, we got two pointers up from that, so. Cass got two pointless yeah. answers. <laughs>
0: um, what Have you got any tips or advice for me then, Cass? We've clearly got the right listener on on the phone right now. What what should I be aware of?
2: Um, well, I think it probably won't be a problem for you, but don't be nervous because I was quite nervous and I had a snooker round and I was convinced that the snooker player was Barry White. <laughs> 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 oh, wow. Luckily, someone else took that from me. So I was like, oh, no. What, instead so of Jimmy White?
0: Live,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Jimmy White, but i Barry White.
0: <laughs> you haven't lived until you've seen Jimmy White go, I feel so good.
2: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> right, OK, so don't be nervous. That's good, that's good yeah. advice for, for yeah. anybody. I'll take that. Anything else, Cass?
2: Um, just obscure stuff. So obscure countries like Ivory Coast, that's often pointless and um, the periodic table is always a good one to gen up on. So things like Palladium, that's a bit of a strange one, things like that. So just mm. gen up on the sort of stuff that you wouldn't normally be good okay, at. Okay, that's, that's
0: what I'm, I'm going to take this strategy into. If, if, if Alexandra asks me, it says, like, who won X Factor 2015, I'm just going to go... <laughs> Ivory Coast. <laughs> <laughs> the periodic table. <laughs> and I was going to look at the camera and go, Cass, you lied to me! <laughs> you said I was going to win. Uh, now, the other reason uh, that it's so lovely to have you on the show was there was a kind of an added little bonus to your appearance yeah. on Pointless. Would you like to tell everybody what that was, please?
2: Well, my um, now husband saw me on Pointless and that was his conversation starter on oh, online dating. wow. <laughs> and Did... we got married last
0: September. Oh, Congratulations. <laughs> And what's your hubby called?
2: He's called Jimmy.
0: Oh, Jimmy. How lovely. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's
0: great. And send our love to Jimmy. And Cass, thank you very much indeed for coming on the show and giving me those pointers. That is fantastic. I'm just going to write some down. Barry White. (laughs) The
2: Dave Barry Show. On Absolute Radio.
0: We're talking movies of Alex Zane, and I'm very excited because now we're going to talk... The Terminator. Right. 1984's The Terminator. And I want to start with this. Um, The the Terminator, the character, and Arnold Schwarzenegger's acting career Mm. are very much a chicken and an egg situation. (laughs) (laughs) So, So was it the heavily built, monosyllabic, terrible actor, and then they thought, we'll build a
3: futuristic killer who doesn't say anything around him, or was it, Vice versa. Well, that's actually that's a really good question. So let's 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 go back because long before Arnold Schwarzenegger was a disembodied head on caterpillar tracks on our TV, (laughs) guy make a decision about your PPI.
0: He was. We all remember the (laughs) nineties.
3: So he'd done Conan already at this point, and he met with James Cameron, the director of the Terminator, and writer, and they sat down, and he was going to play the role of Kyle Reese. The Well, that eventually went to Michael Bean. He was gonna be the hero of it. And then they sat down and actually figured out, like you say, that he'd actually be much better in that monosyllabic you know I'll be back although that original line the first time he says that the original line in it was I'll come back and (laughs) bless him Arnie was the one who went I think it's more menacing this is my Arnie impression I think it's more menacing (laughs) if I say he does the voice for the camera I think it's more James I think it's more menacing if I say I'll be back so uh, he does James that's a great idea right now get back into character okay (laughs) okay I will (laughs) because of
0: the year it was made in 1984 I recently watched in preparation for us having this chat and even though Linda Hamilton is supposed to be this kind of woman in her like early 20s hanging out with her mates um, she's got the trendy perm the state of the art Walkman orange muff headphones mm-hmm. she just looks like my
3: mum slightly tipsy <laughs> at house party <laughs> yeah but then you see her in Terminator 2 and she she's is badass r- yeah, those arms. I just remember watching it. he look at her arms! Look at
0: those arms. So you nearly replaced your poster girl of choice from being the alien in Alien to Linda
3: Hamilton in Terminator 2. Genuinely, I had a massive crush on Linda Hamilton in Terminator 2. Do you remember her in Beauty
0: and the Beast, the television programme set in the New York Underground?
3: <laughs> what? <laughs> Don't remember this. Yeah. What is
0: this? It was, a t- it was a take on Beauty and the Beast and the Beast kind of like ran the- around on the New York underground like too scared to come up overground because he was perceived as ugly right. and Lynn Hamilton was the beautiful woman who lived kind of you know, above in you know, Broadway or wherever and she'd go down underground and there was a blossoming romance.
4: Sounds beautiful. <laughs>
0: um, let me ask you this then. Um, where does Terminator, The Terminator, sit in your top three Arnie films of all time?
3: Okay, I can do one better than this. I can do my top three Arnie movies and my favourite line from each of those movies. Okay. So I'm going to do, at three, Commando, uh, the best line from that is when he's holding the Weasley guy over the cliff and the guy's like, John, I I thought you were going to kill me last. And then he goes, I lied. And (laughs) drops drops him. (laughs) Okay, so that's at three. Okay, two, uh, Predator. That's my number two. Uh, I've got
0: Predator. Yeah, the
3: classic line, uh, if it bleeds... We can kill it. (laughs) Uh, And what's at number one? Number one, my greatest Arnie movie ever. I hope it matches my one. Total Recall. Yes! (laughs) Um, Favourite line from that is when um, his evil fake wife, Sharon Stone, bites a bullet and he goes, Consider that a divorce. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the impressions have got worse as the films yeah, have got better. I realise that. Um, OK, so that's The
0: Terminator and Anon is what we're recommending for you this evening on Absolute Radio. And coming next, well, it is time for Alex to take on yet another quiz. Last time round, we made it so difficult, but you still passed with flying colours. Mm. But this time round, well, my friends. Oh,
2: gosh. Yes. Consider this a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: Uh, Let's start, shall we, by talking about the curse of Athens or Greece in general. Because I said that I went there for a long weekend and I had a great time, you know, so much to see and do there. But I just haven't thought it through properly and I've realised that one of the trigger things between myself and my wife uh, that is going to set us off not talking to each other for what could become half the holiday (laughs) because we're both that stubborn Mm. is a queuing
1: system that was it
0: so whilst uh, trying to see the acropolis um you'd think to yourself that poseidon and zeus and aphrodite and all those guys they had long enough up there yeah, to sort out a, maybe even just a 4G system where you can buy tickets straight to your phone <laughs> yeah can you not get
1: queue jumping passes you can't no you can't do uh, that no you have uh, to
0: You have to queue up there and then there's just like one person and you walk past about eight dogs just laying in the sun looking adorable yeah. uh, you see a couple of cats as well I'll give you like the eye and then yeah. you finally get there and you get your tickets anyway Caroline Flack TV presenter extraordinaire oh, yeah. and her fiance Andrew and the only reason I bring this up is because Andrew was on The Apprentice that we talked about on the show yes. remember when yes, we were I covering know. it. I
1: know him. He was also on Celebrity Big Brother as well, wasn't he? Was that? he? Yeah, Northern Lad. I quite like him.
0: Oh, do you? I yeah, don't know yeah, anything about quite, him apart yeah. from The yeah.
1: Apprentice. Yeah, yeah, he seems quite nice. But seems Elizabeth right. was the big thing on The
0: Apprentice that yes. this year, wasn't yeah, she? Yeah. She was the go-to character. Um, anyway, they got engaged. Who knew? Flack and Apprentice F- Guy. Flack and Apprentice Guy. Wow. They're engaged. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so they're in Greece. Not the musical, man. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought that was a West End stage show. No. They'd be perfect for it, to be fair. I'm, the sure, I'm sure
0: they would, but my point is they've been packed today and they've had a row. They've oh, only just got engaged. So well, it's got to be down to the queuing system again. It must be. Again. It's got to it be. It Anyone who be. goes
1: there, they're like, I'm not queuing. It. we well, have got to queue. See, it's the Acropolis. Oh, you must <laughs> queue. No, I'm not queuing? queuing, yeah. See, that's what wow. I mean.
0: Introduce a fair queue system, please, people of Athens, and we won't have to see some of our most beloved TV characters fighting <laughs> with each other whilst wearing Hawaiian shirts <laughs> in the streets <laughs> Whew, okay yeah. I said that right now uh, we asked you this very intimate question yesterday um, have you had a 4Z and we're going to ask you the same thing
1: again today um, around 4 it doesn't o'clock doesn't have to be in Greece you don't have to have been in Greece no, for this 4Z if
0: you're at your place of work or whatever you're doing right now between 4 and 5pm Do you have a little snack just to push you over that line before you go and have your tea?
1: Yeah, afternoon treat.
0: And if so, what is it? So many of you got in touch yesterday. Um, I have had a foursie today. I'm going to enjoy it over the next 45 minutes. It is fruit and nuts. It's berries and raisins with chocolate-coated peanuts and roasted salted nuts as well. Nice. Oh, that sounds like a good one. And I'm going to enjoy my foursies. I'm going to slink off and have a handful of nuts. I'm not going (laughs) to eat in front of you because (laughs) I think that can be a problem in the place of work. (laughs) Yes, yes. When suddenly, you know, Barbara comes back from somewhere like Athens she's bought everyone's sweets how lovely of you Barbara yeah, and yeah. then she proceeds to suck on one for the entire oh, four no. till five hour come on Babs and all you can hear is no one wants that. it's like come on Barbara
1: not <laughs> Deborah not Barbara anyway <laughs> yeah.
0: anyway so someone's sucking a sweet so you have to yeah. be discreet
1: with this stuff yeah you do have you had a Z today Matt? <sighs> I've ju- well, I've just had an apple. I just had a Pink oh. Lady. Very nice. One of my favourite apples, actually. Really good. But very juicy, you know. There's always the danger that when you take that first bite, it might spill down your, your chest.
0: Yeah. That,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you put the top on when you eat a lady? When you eat a, lady? You
0: eat
2: a
1: Pink Lady apple? <laughs> I'm a T-shirt. I mean, I'm a T-shirt. <laughs> oh, it's all the wheels
0: are coming off early doors again.
2: The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: We've been asking you if you've ever been taken in a foursies. Um, do you like to do this every single day? What is your snack of choice? Really bad day at work, Dave. 4pm, on the dot, opened a big bag of jelly babies and everyone has now had their sugar boost. The yeah. bag is empty Ooh. from Debs and Kent. Nice of you to share the foursies around, Debs. Well mm. done, you. And now, oh, the problems with Pilates. <laughs> <laughs> he was already one of the busiest men in radio... <laughs> And now Matt Dyson has decided to take on Pilates. He's got literally no spare time left (laughs) on his hands.
1: I mean, I've got a nightmare. This week I need to trim back, Dave, but I can't work out which is more urgent. My grass in my back garden, yeah. I, getting around that time when you need to mow the lawn for the first time since the sun's come out, yeah. or do I get my hair cut, because that's also a bit overgrown, to be honest. Yes. Uh, so uh, you noticed it earlier yourself, you said it had grown a lot since we me last hair. met. It's long. You, you it's look like Crosby,
0: long. Stills, Nash and Young. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> God, that's the look I'm going for. <laughs> Trouble is, when you're as hairy as me, yeah. you know, your hair sort of climbs up, like a, like wisteria in a garden, actually. Yeah, which I, you've, already <laughs> so you've already trimmed back. So have already trimmed back. Climbs up the fence yeah. of my shoulders and sort of meets the hair, so they both sort of meet. I mean, you need to trim that back. Hang on a get second. rid of that. <laughs> 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 and, and just the...
0: like the uh, aforementioned trim back wisteria, the the, the back hair it's quite brittle, isn't it? And but yeah. whereas
1: the head hair is very soft. Well, yeah, yes, yeah, totally, yeah. But it needs to be trimmed back. It needs to be fully cut down, ideally with a proper razor, scraping down the back of the neck. Oh wow! Sort that out. So, uh, but the grass is in a similar condition. It's completely overgrown, and if I don't do it now, it's going to be too long, and then. Oh, I don't know what you do in that situation. Well, it's amazing, isn't it? I mean, but uh, as you say,
0: because it's getting sunnier, for both both work in the same way. You need to get your body hair trimmed down and your grass trimmed exactly. down. Exactly, yeah, 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 You do, in case you're going to whip off your shirt. I don't exactly, know. Exactly,
1: exactly. So it's over to you. Um, what should Matt do? Should he trim his hair or his garden? Which is the priority? Because it's going to be all right weather, I think. I, I'm looking at Thursday. This is because I've got Pilates tomorrow. So I've, <laughs> I've got this for, there for Thursday. But I've just got that dilemma, which is more... Or urgent, the hair or the grass? Well, we've put a poll on Twitter
0: at Absolute Radio. Give us a, lo- a little follow and make sure you vote. What's your gut telling you?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Trim me as well! <laughs> it's got a hairy little belly. <laughs> I'll well, I, I tell you what, to be honest, Dave, I'm thinking... You know, haircut is a haircut is a haircut. The yeah. grass needs doing asap.
0: How? What are we talking? Is there a chance that you could lose one of your children in it if they ran out into the garden?
1: Yeah, well, yeah, possibly. It's not no. It's, it's sort of shin height, but it's it's. Just, oh, that's too long, man. It's too long, and my uh, hover mower won't cope with that sort of level of grass if it gets. Or any your high. back hair. Or your back hair. <laughs> <Should laughs> You've tried. <laughs> genuinely. <laughs> I don't. My gut says it doesn't know either. No one knows <laughs> okay. the answer to this quandary. No, okay. That's why I'm appealing for help <laughs>
0: today. <laughs> We're going to put it to the vote. It's the back garden or the back hair. Which should match him on Thursday, whilst I'm doing pointless celebrities? And uh, obviously he's got Pilates tomorrow, as we've made perfectly clear. <laughs> At Absolute Radio, get on there and vote. We're going to reveal uh, the results of the poll towards the end of the show. Dave
2: Berry, not making
0: a big deal out of it. On Absolute Radio. It's Blossom. And I can't stand it. You're listening to it as part of your no-repeat guarantee on your Wednesday afternoon. It's a Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Where we're asking you about your foursies. What little snacket do you treat yourself to around this kind of time of the day? Because, let's face facts, you deserve it. Lee is currently driving around West London eating a whole box of Tunnock's tea cakes. Oh, yes. I'm going to add, like a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I've just eaten a tube of salt and vinegar Pringles. My mouth is peeling, says Jasmine. (laughs) Oh, a whole tube, man. Ah, Oh, yeah m s Sushi Snack Box, and that's from Alan, who's on his way back from London to Dorking.
1: Oh, lovely. Nice little uh, stop-off, a uh, little bit of food there in the uh, service station. And in a nice twist, people have started to twit us now, Matt Dyser. Oh, lovely, that's good, isn't um, it? And the first
0: twit-pick we ever received on this show, I'm so proud to say, has come from Adam, and it's a picture of some crab sticks. Oh, yes. And they're still in that little plastic wrapper that yeah, you have to peel yeah. off. I don't think legally you're allowed to call them crab
1: sticks anymore, are you? Oh, well, seafood sticks, aren't they? Yeah. Something, yeah. yeah I yeah. just think
0: they're called sticks, pink
1: sticks. Yeah, it's like whatever fish was left (laughs) over in the factory. Pink rubbery sticks. Mm, You enjoy, madam. (laughs) Who's never going to get in touch with the show again? (laughs) Sorry about that.
0: Um, We also had a picture of some, and, well, this has blown our minds, uh, because we're very simple people. Sharon G tweeted us, Red Leicester mini cheddars. Not mini cheddars, red Leicester mini cheddars.
1: standard mini cheddar. This was news to me, but then I've looked into it, Dave, and I can tell you that last year, Jacob's launched uh, a new range of mini cheddars with three... Three new flavours. What are they? Red Leicester being one of them. Okay. Stilton flavour mini cheddars and smoked applewood. Cheese flavour mini cheddars. I mean, amazing stuff. Michelin star award winning mini cheddars is where we're at. This now happened in, life. in 2017, May 2017. Apparently, there's a £4 million advertising campaign to launch it. It completely passed me by.
0: Why didn't anyone? You can't pass Matt Dyson by with that kind of stuff. <laughs> you know, he'll
1: talk about it on the intro to the
0: podcast. <laughs> you know, he'll tweet about it. What the hell is Send that? Send them on? in, people. Uh, Connor is getting in shape for the wedding, so he's just having apple slices and a plain yogurt.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah, sensible. That's a good way to avoid the uh, the juice problem is to slice the apple up and eat it in little bits, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Oh, the pink lady, you mean? Yeah, yeah, the problem I had yeah, early, earlier with my pink lady. Yeah, yeah, all yeah the it, juice
1: all yeah, over. Yeah. It's awful.
2: The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. Well,
0: right now, uh, we read out a load of objects that we liberated from our hotel rooms. Mm-hmm. Matt and I, when we had our long weekend away... Uh, mine had loads of great stuff in it and Matt's had one thing one thing he thinks going to come in very handy and right now trying to win the whole kit and caboodle we have Malcolm good afternoon Malcolm
2: good afternoon Dave how are you
0: very well thanks for asking my man and how are you on this Wednesday
1: I'm very good, and it's great to hear you back on the radio playing proper music. Well, thank you, mate. It's a
0: pleasure to be doing it. Thank you, my man. Thank you so much. Real music. I am loving life right now, that's for sure. (laughs) So, so Malcolm, do you remember any of the things I read out to you about ten minutes ago?
2: I'm going to be honest. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, well, because you've been so <laughs> nice, and, think. you know, flattery gets you everywhere, um, if like you could that. just remember one thing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, try and get a few. I think you'll be able to get a few. Okay, surely. let's that. Now, now, here's the thing.
2: I'm in the office, and I, I, I was, it was in the background, and all, right. I, all I got was wind stuff... Text a number, which yeah. I did, okay. and I can't remember
1: thing wow. <laughs> Do you know, John you know Malcolm? Uh, yeah. well,
0: I speak you probably speak for a lot of people when yeah, no, you uh, just yeah. said there it's Just background noise. <laughs> yeah. No one's really <laughs> focusing <laughs> on it. Yeah. It's just a little talkie box in the corner. <laughs> yeah. Why do we even bother bearing <laughs> well, we, this? You can
1: probably guess a couple of them from a hotel.
0: No. Uh, what a kind of thing would top. you get for free in a hotel? <laughs> <laughs> stuff, stuff from the mini bar
1: No, oh, I'm not going to no. be.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not made of money, Malcolm. not from the bathroom. I'm not going to be stealing towels. <laughs> it's freezing stuff just, just one thing Malcolm just stuff that they give
1: you yes
0: so yeah, yeah. well, you're, you're saying soap you yeah. won everything Malcolm wow <laughs> um, well done, Malcolm in fact you've won two large soaps a smaller soap his and hers matching luxury slippers some strawberry jam from the breakfast buffet two shower caps and thanks to Matt Dyson uh, you've won a little sewing kit as well
2: Oh, that's amazing. I'm so happy. Um, <laughs> <it's>,
0: <laughs> yeah. Wow. It has been such a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much. A Lovely ripple studio. of applause for Malcolm, everyone. Oh, there no, he is. You. Wonderful work, sir. Dave
2: Berry, taking care of business.
4: Absolute Radio.
0: A pop. Real wild child. Here on the Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio. We're at the very beginning of the show. We established that Matt's love of Pilates has taken... Such a giant leap forward in recent weeks that he now only has time to do one of the other essential things in life, which is trim his hair or trim his lawn. Yeah. Uh, Now, we wanted you to make the decision for him. The kind of... We were leaning towards you cutting your hair because, obviously, people will see your hair because we are now a multi-platform radio show. Yeah. Uh, So people get to look at your beautiful face and your hair suit nature Mm. uh, on our Twitter feed and Facebook pages. Right, yeah. but also the lawn is something that needs to get done. And I said, what about paying someone to come in and do the lawn for you? And you were like, maybe for bigger jobs, but I've got to cut my own grass.
1: I mean, it's it's a quick job, fairly quick. It's not a big lawn, it's just a small stretch of grass, so it's quite small. But it's just the hassle of getting out of the shed and getting all the clippings, putting them in the recycling bag and all You're preaching to the converted. You know, I can't really be bothered. But the longer I leave it, the harder it gets. That's the problem with the lawn. Yeah. It's got to be done soon. And the longer you leave your head hair, the more entwined it's getting with the top (laughs) of your back hair. Yes, I know. Well, I mean, maybe I could, like do some sort of rat's tail at the back of there Please don't. to, <laughs> to <laughs> combine it Please and don't. then get around it that way. Yeah. And, it's,
0: and obviously your back hair is getting entwined with your leg hair. <laughs> yeah, Soon yeah. I'll be able to operate <laughs> you like a string puppet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That's what it'll be like. So you a have a been Marianette. voting
0: um, at Absolute Radio on our Twitter poll. Uh, the final results are in. Thank you very much indeed those of you who took the time to vote and there were many of you. Matt, I can reveal that you are going to be going to Pilates oh. And then afterwards Um, with fifty three percent of the vote. So it was close. You
1: are getting your haircut, sir. Right, well, a resounding answer there. The nation has spoken. We do not need a new revote on this. I will be going for (laughs) I will be going for the haircut. (laughs) You have told me. I I take the hint. I will get the haircut.
0: Matt's gonna get a trim, thank you.
4: The Dave Berry Show.
0: Well now preparations continue as I make my appearance on Pointless Celebrities, this time tomorrow is when we record it. And producer Nick has so caringly and lovingly brought in the Very Pointless quiz book, which Matt Dyson is currently holding aloft. Yeah, here it is. It's Um, exciting, isn't it? His parents got it from their neighbours as a Christmas present... Nice. What everyone wanted. Um, and you're going to give me a little test, I believe, Matt. I've
1: t- took a couple of uh, subjects at random to quiz you on, yeah. Oh, uh, it's man. actually a really good book, this. I mean, it'll be great for family Christmases and stuff, playing pointless. Yeah. OK. Uh, so it's got um,
0: Alexander, or Zander, as I believe they call him, yes, on set. And Richard. Zander.
1: darling, yes, yeah. Um, uh, the first one is Famous Parents and Their Children is the name of the category. Ozzy Osborne or Kelly Osborne? We're looking for the title of any single by either Ozzy Osbourne or Kelly Osbourne or both that has reached the top 40 in the UK charts as of the end of February 2013. I mean, this is a really hard <laughs> one, to be fair. I mean, I well, was para- aware...
0: Paranoid, right? That's got to be in there, not it? No,
1: it's, it's solo, solo Oh, works. what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there was one that I was aware of. What is it? That Changes song they did together. Oh, Changes. One Christmas? changes. Yeah. That would have got you 23. That's the highest scoring one. Great, you next one. They this did season. a cover of Papa Don't Preach, apparently. One of them did. <laughs> that, that would have got you oh, four. That would have been Kelly, I presume. I mean, we if Ozzy had done it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the pointless answers would have been So Tired, Gets Me Through, and oh. One Word. Oh, That course. was a really hard one. You'd be upset like if you got that one, now. to be honest. You'd be quite upset if you got that one. My Black Sabbath knowledge. You know, next that's one. Where I'm, I'm, yes, go on. Travel-related. Uh... Uh, railway stations uh, with streets in their name. We would like you to name any national rail station in England, Scotland or Wales that includes the word street in its name. The word can appear anywhere in the name of the train station. Cannon Street. Cannon Street Gets you five. No, it doesn't. That's good. That's Does a it good really? score. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah. know man. It's a really good score. Wow, wow I'm happy with that. Okay. Birmingham New Street was a high one. That's a 36, good one. Oh. Obviously, Fenchurch Street twenty-six. But there's quite a few pointless ones in there. Okay. Um, I'm happy for with five. instance, Duke Street. Golf Street, Ham Street, train station. Never heard of that one. Uh, I'm sure we'll do a whole
0: show on these soon, (laughs) as we always
1: tend to do. We do, we do indeed. (laughs) And uh, the last one here for you is uh, sitcoms is the subject area. Recurring actors in Gavin and Stacey. Any actor or actress to have appeared in three or more episodes of the BBC sitcom Gavin and Stacey, according to the IMDB website, up to the start of March 2013.
0: Right, um, I am gonna go. Uh,
1: I'm gonna go. Larry Lamb. Larry Lamb is a good one, but it gets you seven. I seven? mean, that's quite a good score. Again, have you ever watched Pointless? Yeah, yeah. Five that's a good and one. seven are yeah, amazing. They're, they're pretty good, aren't they? I mean, obviously James Corden was a high scorer on thirty-four. I you'd have thought he would be higher, to be honest. His yeah. associate Ruth Jones eleven. Wow. And the, the zeros. Sheridan Smith would have got you a zero. Russell Tovey would have got you a zero. Rob Brydon a seven. So yeah, Matt Horn five. You know, it's interesting, isn't it? Well, I'm happy with a five and a seven. You've done very well. Yeah, five miles out in the first round, obviously. The Osborne's ones were were ridiculous, but, I mean, you've done very well apart from that, so it bodes well, doesn't it? Thanks, Matt. I'm feeling good about this now. Yeah. (laughs) Well, not really, but okay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that. So we did music, train stations and sitcoms. Yeah. You're spoiling me, thank you.
2: It's Dave Berry, Absolute Radio.
0: Well, look who's come striding into the studio. With dice in hand. It's Matt the Dice Man Dyson, everybody. Let's get it on, shall we? Dave and the Dice Man, my girlfriend, is meeting my mum for the first time tonight. Oh, so it's a big one. Curry or pub food, asks Ooh. Chris on Twitter. Mm. So, Chris Evans, it is Ruby, 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 Ruby. Odds, it's pub grub. Get okay, rolling. Here we go.
1: Went off the table. Roll again. <laughs> It's a six.
0: It's a six, which means it's Evens. You're all going for a curry. What a lovely way to break naan bread for the first time. Exactly, yeah. Lovely. Um, Dave and the Dice Man. I ordered my wife a reclining chair altogether now. Ooh. Ooh, Someone's doing all right for themselves. But apparently (laughs) I only bought a cushion. Oh, you're right. Do I tell her it was me or do I blame Amazon? (laughs) That's the big question from Mick in Coventry. Well, firstly, good evening to you, Mick, and thanks for getting in touch. Evens, Mick, Michael... You fess up, odds Amazon.
1: Mm. How could you? Just blame the faceless organisation. Yeah, I mean, it must. He must have thought he got a right bargain just buying <laughs> a cushion. This <Yeah. laughs> is reclining chair it costs three ninety-nine for no. a doll's house. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we go. It's
0: the size of a postage stamp.
1: <laughs> it's a four. It's a
0: four. It's evens. So you're going to have to tell him, Mick. Good luck with that one. Yeah, and was. joining us right now, we have Helen. Good evening, Helen. Hello. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, I'm good, thank
0: you. Excellent. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us. Uh, So we received your text. So basically, we're going to roll on behalf of your husband. He's got a choice (laughs) to make this evening, is that right?
2: Yeah, well, I've made it for him, but I'm thinking maybe he could have a a bit of a reprieve.
0: Okay. what's the options? What's going on?
2: So we're getting my son christened, and we have to attend four weeks of um, going to church and meeting the vicars. He's not been able to make it because he works away. He's home this week, so I've said, you know, he's got to come along. But it happens to be quite an important match for a huge Liverpool fan. Oh, so,
0: oh wow. Yes, yeah, the yeah. second leg of the Champions League semi-final, yeah. Helen. Yeah that's, yeah, that's pretty big. But so is God. So Yeah, well, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He's yeah, a big yeah. deal. So, <laughs> yeah. so you, what you basically were rolling for is, is your husband going to go to the christening meeting for your son or is he going to get to watch the football?
2: This is it, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's only a meeting, isn't it? I mean, how important is it. Well, meeting. Hey, we, as long we're as not the christening. Hey, yeah. you're here to roll, sorry, not to yeah, judge yeah, or sorry, comment.
0: Yeah. Don't really remind <laughs> you of that, young man. Okay, so here we go. Nice of you to get in touch with us, Helen. So Evans, God, odds, cop,
1: God's cop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get rolling. <laughs> okay, it's a red dice as well today. So oh, I don't know if okay. that's an omen, it's a one. It's a one, it's odds. He's gonna watch the football.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, no. You have
2: to well, abide that by. Isn't it? Oh no. You
0: have to abide by the dice, Helen. You know the rules.
2: I will. I will. I will. Well, thank you very much. The Dave Barry Show on Absolute Radio.
0: It's the brand new one by Nickelback. It's called Home. You listen to it here on Absolute Radio. There is a session with the boys coming real soon. Uh, Leona Graham hosted the whole thing. Mm. She's such a huge fan. In fact, it was only yesterday that I bumped into her and she was saying it was just a a revolution for her. She absolutely loved... She was up front and centre for the whole gig. So you think Leona, our very own Leona, of course, as we would expect from a broadcast of her standing, is a huge fan of Nickelback, knows what she's doing, great interview with the lads... And then she goes and leaves all of her merch in the studio I and know, doesn't take it home. S- very
1: strange, What on earth yeah. is
0: going on, Leona?
1: This is what we found earlier. Three lanyards from the gig. Three? Uh, yeah, Nickelback Feed the what Machine. What do they say?
0: If Leona had left one behind, that would be careless.
1: Yeah. But, but three? Three, yeah, three. Feed the Machine 2018 private radio sessions. And then... And, yeah, here we go. A Feed the Machine signed Nickelback picture... Of the band, which says to Leona, "Thank you for the best interview
0: we've ever, ever had. We know you would never forget us or leave our merch at work."
1: Yeah, also alongside some strangely some Nivea men invisible for black and white, which is I I can only presume Chad anti antiperspirant. They oh, only is, wear everyone
0: it? knows about only wear black exactly, so, so they don't good.
1: want the white armpits. <laughs> they've they? they've yeah. got yeah. to use that. It's got they? to be Chad. Yeah. Right,
0: moving on. I just
1: spray can Smell Chad
0: Kroger now that's what it smells like. Mm. Isolate the audio and turn it into my ringtone. <laughs> oh
1: yeah! <laughs> I'm trying to broadcast to the nation here, Matt. Don't blame me. Blame Chad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a good name for a feature let's work on that so tomorrow I'm not going to be here as I'm going to be on Pointless Celebrities and I've been given a list of other people who have appeared on it over the years Um, what's the quote on the front of the book we got from producer Nick from
1: none other than Stephen Fry Stephen Fry Fry said the greatest show in the history of television for Pointless and he's not far wrong, to be honest is he it's a great show I'm looking forward to it so Bob Mortar's been on there which is great Zamo off Grange Hill oh wow twice twice (laughs) Ed Byrne
0: good friend of the show, Ed, that's nice to know. Russell Grant.
1: Oh, right.
0: Yeah. Wow. He's been on there. It. uh Colin Baker, Doctor Who
1: himself. Yes. Made... Josh Widdecombe. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Jedward. Whoa. Jedward Both have been there. Both of them. Yeah. Christian O'Connell has been on there. Of course he has. So I have to find
0: out how far he got. Yeah. Try and better him by yeah. one
1: point. Oh, yeah.
0: You should do that. Yeah. Roisin conaty friend of the show, oh, has been yeah. on there. And John Coleshaw as well. Wow. So I'm in
1: good company. I'm looking Steamed forward to it. Good company, yeah.
0: Um, I'm going to play a song now. I don't. Know. What have we got? I'm going to play some REM because we're all choking <laughs> in here. What have you off. done? I'm choking on Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm what? I'm choking on
1: Chad's musk. Can <laughs> you stop
0: saying that over and over again, please? Very disturbing. Dave
2: Barry right this instant on Absolute Radio.
0: It's Dave Barry's show on Absolute Radio. Sky Cinema's Alex Zane is with me, who's been getting just too good at the quizzes. So yeah. we've pulled it out of the bag this time, I think. Okay. How is it impossible? Now, we can't, we can't mark you on whether this is right or wrong, what this actually does, because that's where
3: we've been going wrong, because you've been getting <laughs> everything right. You know, the basis of any quiz well, ever. Well,
0: yes, but then I thought, ah, why don't we use the basis of this quiz to measure your reputation as a film buff and movie critic? So that's what we're going to do. We're not going for right or wrong. All right. We're putting your rep on the line. All I can tell you about this edition of the quiz is it involves <clears throat> a 15-second timer and just one question. As soon as the timer starts, your challenge is underway. Okay. (laughs) Alex Zane. (laughs) Love this voice. You have 15 seconds to name as many movies starring. Tom Cruise as you can.
3: Uh, Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Two, Mission Impossible Three, Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, Cocktail, Far and Away, uh, Oh my God, uh, Legend. Um, where are we? Uh, Top Gun, uh, the, the Last Samurai. <laughs> you got ten in fifteen oh. seconds, which is very good. I feel I cheated by just naming all the Mission Impossible movies. Do you movies, feel you
4: but... cheated by doing
0: that? <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm glad you know that because technically you got six. Uh, no, oh, come God. on, those are, you didn't say that. That's allowed. I just came back from. In, just came back from interviewing him in Las Vegas. I oh, know where he cancelled dinner on you, <laughs> which is such. A cr- <laughs>
0: which is part of the reason they inspired the quiz. <laughs> Thank you. Um no, but you were going to go for dinner with Tom Cruise, and which then, I love.
3: And then it was cancelled, yes. Oh sorry, I think I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I feel awful. I don't mind. I was, you know, it was fine. I mean, we still did the interview. You know, he's still a friend. I mean, he's we're not nice. angry with each other. No. What? Yeah, okay, I'm and furious you're fu- you are aren't yeah. you what do you think he wanted to say I've, I've no idea we've never had dinner together before but I was um, <laughs> <laughs> at least at least feign surprised have you not uh, yeah. no
0: I'm just thinking about all the people listening to going same here yeah. <laughs> never had dinner with Tom Cruise
3: me and you all huh? you know, man of the people none of us have had dinner with Tom
0: Cruise um, Alex great seeing you uh, thank you for your recommendations of Anon and The Terminator we'll see you next week Alex Zane everyone thank you
2: the Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio. The
0: question remains, have we learnt anything? Well, we learnt that lovely Lizzie in the Absolute Radio office has spent the last, well, 30-odd years believing that the Brian Adams song, Summer of 69, actually opened with the immortal and harrowing lyric... Had my first real sex dream. (laughs) Uh,
1: Amazing, that revelation. Uh, In a show that was packed with innuendo, Dave Dave asked earlier on national radio if anyone listening was having foursies. Uh, He was talking about the afternoon equivalent of elevenses, the elevenses snack, of course, a bag of crisps, say, or a Twix, not some sort of depraved multiplayer bedroom activity. (laughs) Just to clarify... If you're having foursies right now, let us know. Elevensies, foursies. We're trying to get it to catch on.
0: What a thing to say. We'll do foursies (laughs) again tomorrow. Covering your fridge hole with blue tack and blowing down it. Here we go again. Carry on, Absolute Radio. This is a genuine plumbing term, okay? It's not me, it's you. It's your minds. Covering your fridge hole with blue tack and blowing down it is one of life's great unspoken pleasures. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Give it a go. Oh. I cannot recommend it enough. Now, as always, you filthy-minded bunch, we don't <laughs> expect you to have learnt a thing. <laughs> Danielle Perry's up next. We'll be back tomorrow at 4pm. Thank you ever so much for tuning in.
2: Arrivederci. The Dave Berry Show on Absolute Radio.